Yo, it's really sweet to have you all here with us. Welcome to Press Play with Augie and Riz. I'm Augie. Hey, and I'm Riz. This is a weekly podcast where we, two super-rested, coffee-drinking dudes, discuss movies, TV shows, music, or anything we think you guys might like to listen to. Don't forget to follow and subscribe to our podcast and email us any suggestions or questions you have for us at gopressplay2 at gmail.com or DM us via Instagram at press play AR. Sweet. So we took the week off. Yeah, we did, and a lot of things happened in that week. We got a foster dog. Her name is Nola, and she is full of energy. Correct. Ball of freaking Nova. Nova. I'll get her name right. Honestly, I think she looks more like a Chiba to me. I know, but we can't change her name. I know that's what you've been trying to do for the past week. I'm not trying to change her name. It's Nova. The dog belongs to my niece, and until she gets settled into her new place, uh, she's going to be staying with us. So if you hear more than usual rumbling and ruffling in the background, that's probably her. We have a third dog. Yep. Uh, what else did we do? We took a week off, I think, uh, with the ten episodes we did. I think we both deserve to to rest and recollect ourselves. And Yeah, we had a pretty busy, busy weekend uh, last week, so we decided after ten it was time to, to like you said, rest. Yeah. Cool. Very cool. And we got a Roku. Oh yeah, that's, that's an awesome, another thing that's the awesome. <laughs> other big addition to the house, and its name is Andy, gender neutral. Yeah, so we got that. I think it's going to make our TV watching or a little bit more easier. There's a search part that you I, like. I love it. It's uh, um, search for any title, and it'll give you a list of the titles, uh, where they're located on On Demand. If they're located here, you know, with a subscription for free, or if, you know, you pay for them, you can see the cheapest price. So I love that. Yeah. Very cool. So, by the way, that's gopressplay, the number two at gmail.com. I was kind of waiting for that at the top. And press play AR. Big show we have for you today. We're going to let you know what we think about The Mandalorian, Knives Out, and The Witcher trailers. Netflix's movie In the Tall Grass is the movie we'll be reviewing for you this week. And after Riz gives you the scoop on the new releases of music and DVDs, we'll play Six Degrees of Separation and our fact of the week. But first, quick news. So during that break, we celebrated Halloween, and by celebrating it, we... Sat and watched Bride of Frankenstein. Very cool. Bride of Frankenstein, I think, has become one of my top favorite movies of all time. It's the second time I've watched it twice in a row on Halloween. Yeah. Uh, we watched, the uh, last year we watched Frankenstein, and then we also watched uh, Bride of Frankenstein, which followed it. I think it was on the Turner classic movie channel yeah i think so they always do a yearly uh halloween marathon with uh other classic like the mummy and and bella lugosi's uh dracula and i just gotta say like it's it's an amazing movie the cinematography is is ahead of its time it was made in 1935 if i'm not mistaken and it had a budget of what today's money would be seven million dollars. Wow, that's not that much even by today's money. And it only grossed two hundred thousand. Wow. 
What? But well, in today's money, yeah, in today's then. money. Um, wow. It. I don't think it would back then in the '30s. It would be considered a major flop. I don't know how the in, the industry was back then about money like that. Mm-hmm. But it was very popular and positive reviewed back then. What did it gross in back then money? Ah, uh, I didn't write that down. Oh, okay, that's all right. Uh, the The thing about it is, it holds up. To this day, yeah. Like, it's very smart. Uh, You know, when developing a sequel, you kind of have to, especially when the first one, the monster dies at the end, you have to, like, kind of do backflips to bring him back. And they they did kind of, like, a funny thing with it. It starts out with Mary Shelley, you know, an actress playing Mary Shelley, and uh, a couple of her friends having wine next to a fire, and they're like, Wow, Mary Shelley, that was such a, a yarn that you told about it Frankenstein. Was such a great, <laughs> fabulous story. My knickers are still wet. Okay. <laughs> uh, and she's like, well, that wasn't the end of the story. Actually, the monsters survived. And here's the rest of the story. And it was cute. I liked it. And, you know, it's, it's a really good movie. Uh, that, you know, last year was the first time I had seen it myself. Uh, of course, I had seen the famous scene, you know, of the Bride of Frankenstein. She's only in it for like 30 seconds. Yeah, I want to say less than 20 minutes. Yeah, and interesting trivia, the actress that plays her, uh, the Bride of Frankenstein, is credited as... A question mark. A question mark in the credits, but she's played by the same actress that played uh, Mary, Mary Shelley. Shelley. Yeah, which is cool. I forgot her name at the moment. It's a very beautiful movie. It had 32 sets, a real-life working waterfall where one of the actors actually fell from. It's things like that that you don't see today that you appreciate uh, Hollywood movies, I guess. I want to give major props to director James Whale or put him out there so everyone can know who he is. He is the director of Bride of Frankenstein, and at that time he was openly gay, something that mm. was not very rare, or very oh, yeah. common, I'm sorry, at that time. He, he was o- a friend of Dorothy. Yep, he was. He also directed the original Frankenstein and The Mummy as well. Very talented director. There's a scene in the beginning of the movie where Mary Shelley is sitting at her her couch with her friends and this and the the camera just pans back to get the whole shot of the whole room and at the same time there's a lady the servant walking her their dogs Mm -hmm. and she just walks right across from that cuts right through the camera and it's just a stunning stunning shot another fun fact that uh old lady played the crazy lady yeah in the in the tower or whatever uh so who totally wasn't overacting no not at (laughs) all uh and check it out it's really good i i want to say it's one of the movies you got to see before you die it's beautiful it's awesome and it's great next thing we have is uh some batman casting so as you guys know that we've been really closely monitoring the batman movie directed by Matt Reeves, uh, we've been telling you guys who's been cast and there's a possible 
new person in talks. We know that obviously Robert Pattinson is playing the Batman. Zoe Kravitz is playing Catwoman. Uh, Paul Delano is playing the Riddler. Colin Farrell is in talks to play the Penguin. What? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Good to know. Where'd you hear that? Uh, online. That's where I heard it. That That's freaking crazy. I don't know about that casting. Everything uh, for me was pretty good until I got to that. I mean, well, Jonah Hill would have been okay, but 10 million, homie, yeah. you're too ambitious. Yeah. Uh, Josh Gad would have been an awesome... I thought, yeah, I thought Josh Gad was, was, was going to do it. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens. We'll keep you guys posted. Uh, D.B. Wise and David Benioff leaves the Star Wars project uh, that they had working for Netflix. Uh, was that supposed to be another series? Or? Uh, yes. Right. Um, what for Netflix? Isn't all it? Excuse me. Star Wars products supposed to be on Disney Plus. I think the news was they're leaving uh, it for Netflix. They're focusing on a project mm. with Netflix. Uh, you want to swallow the coffee there, buddy? Sorry, I misunderstood. Okay, so they're leaving for Netflix. They're not leaving the Star Wars project on Netflix. Uh, yes, and a lot of fans are completely happy. A lot of Star Wars fans, because as you guys saw with the last season, or the last three, two and a half seasons of Game of Thrones, we were not that happy. Um, yeah, it won the Emmy. Yeah, it won the Emmy, but a lot of movies won Oscars, and they're not that great either. So, yeah, I don't get that. Anything you want to say about that? No, I don't. I don't. I honestly didn't know they were from Game of Thrones, so it doesn't matter to me either way. I'll, yeah, they I'll were still the, check it out. The creators or the showrunner the and the show creators. I got it. I got it of the show. I wanted to show you, but did you check out the new Sonic image leaked? I think so. Isn't it just with, with him with, with his mouth closed? So it doesn't show his teeth anyways? Um, and they fixed his eyes as well. They had... They he, sh- yeah, he looks more like the original uh, I Sega wanna give I want to give a major props to Sega and the people behind making this movie because you guys listen to the fans and you, you guys said, hold up. Let's put the e-brake on and let's fucking work this out and rethink this. And good, a yeah. lot of people are are happy, including myself. I like what they're what they're doing. Yeah, me too. Um, it makes me now want to see it. See it. Yeah, uh, God, that trailer's awful though. Well, we'll see how it how it goes with the Jim Carrey. And so it's it's like it's like you said about. Suicide Squad or Aladdin with Will Smith. He took over those movies. Mm. It looks like Jim Carrey's going to take over the movie from the trailer. I see. He's going to be like the the bad guy, Dr. Robotnik. And he's just going to be comic relief. That's what the trailer, what I got from the trailer. And I wasn't impressed with it. Totally understand what, what you mean. So maybe they can digitally take him out a little bit. Or something, I don't know, <laughs> along with his teeth. We'll see. Can you just not put him there? Not like, that I have lot. anything against Jim Carrey. I like him, but... I guess I have a, I have a uh, soft spot for him since I've seen a lot of his movies growing up in the 90s with obvious Ace Ventura. Um, 
Was he, and the mask. was he the Truman Show? And the Truman Show. Truman Show, that was a good movie. What else was he in? The, the, mask, the mask series. Oh, in Living Color. <laughs> yeah. As James Carey. Credited as James Carey. Uh, okay. Anything else on Sonic? Uh, no. Hopefully it, it, it's good and, and good job, Sega, for, for listening. Alright. So then moving... Oh, God. The Little Mermaid live Before we show. go there, one last thing before we... Because I know we're going to spend a lot of time there. <laughs> Maybe. No, we won't. No, we won't. <laughs> we didn't spend a lot of time watching it. Um, I read online that Fox... Demand or FX is all their content is moving to Hulu, and I want I want to feel or I want to say I'm feeling that Hulu will be the adult version or the adult, yeah, the adult version of uh, Disney's answer or Disney Plus's answer. Cool, I'm fine with that. This, I think you said they're gonna have because Deadpool, the Deadpool movies on there instead of on Disney Plus. So, correct. Good. And, I'm glad they aren't gonna go edit the Deadpool movies to include on Disney Plus. That's stupid. Yeah, yeah, and it it does make sense because Hulu does uh, Disney at the time that I read it own like a little over ninety percent of Hulu. Oh wow! Uh, I, okay, I didn't even know that. So now that they acquired. Fox's stuff instead of having two separate streaming they're just going to combine it and it makes so much sense as as a company uh viewpoint awesome now take a deep breath guys because we're going under the sea no okay so the this little mermaid thing the live action little mermaid we saw it we were tried to see it we were excited about it i thought it was going to be a straight up like like a performance of the Little Mermaid, like a Broadway, whatever, and that wasn't it at all. They had Jodie Benson come out, and I'm like, oh wow, that's pretty cool. She's introducing it, and then she's like, it's gonna be fifty percent of the movie and fifty percent live live performances, and I'm like, wait, what? What? That's not what I signed Hold up that. for. That's not what I wanted to watch. And you thought that it was just gonna be a transition, like we know if those who've been to plays or stage plays. You know that there's big production, and it does take some time to transition from one set to another. So I thought that they were going to use the movie as a transition for us viewing it at home while it sets up the next stage set, which could be the underwater or the kiss the girl scene. But as we started watching it, we realized that they were playing the whole entire animated movie just when the songs are about to start. And when the songs start, that's when they began. Yeah, the The live performances were just the songs. And just again, the songs. that's not what I wanted to see. The one and thing I do got to say is the opening... That was pretty cool. I was drawn in. That like, was beautiful, and and it was, and the uh, and, Ur- and the Ursula was pretty cool. But there was were, it really? I know. I thought I thought Queen Latifah did a very good job. Um, but there were some cringeworthy. The Under the Sea with Shaggy. He wasn't even wearing a, a crab costume. He was just wearing. Like red pleather or something, like a a redesigned millennial version of Michael Jackson's Thriller jacket was is what he was wearing, I guess. Yeah. So we shut it off after uh, 
we fast, yeah, we fast forwarded because we were it was god we awful. Were out. I was so I was so disappointed that you don't you don't take something from my childhood like that and then you know do something like I that. I was to telling me. you the scene where Ariel after she saves Eric and they're at the beach and she's singing to him and looking at him in his eyes. I thought that why didn't they do that? It it was just literally only the songs and they were not that great. Was, Good job on the arrow on the Cirque du Soleil acrobatic stuff and making the 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 swimming look very nautical or whatever or aquatic. Mm-hmm. Uh, but wow, that was a major miss for us. And whatever the hell the live action flounder was, I will have nightmares oh about that for the rest of my life. That was horrendous. What was as fuck? Oh my god. Oh my god. Right, so we got some movie trailers that we got to review, and the first one that's up is The Mandalorian. Not really a movie, it's a show. Uh, it's going to be released on November 12th, 2019, on Disney Plus, and it stars Pedro Pascal, Kyle Passell, Alexandra Manea, and Brandon Wayne. It's directed by Jon Favreau. He also directed The Lion King, The Jungle Book, Iron Man 1, and 2. And the synopsis is the travails of a lone gunfighter in the outer reaches of the galaxy. Pretty cool. Um, I like the trailer. Looks good. It looks great. It gives me Star Wars vibes. So I guess that's... That's, yeah, exactly what they're... I guess they're trying to, to move on. It's going to be... I mean, it's going to start before the new new series. I mean, the new movie. I read somewhere that it has nothing to do with it. Yeah, it's exactly. They're, they're trying to create more or make the universe it. bigger or larger. I mean, it, it it's a... There were homages to the originals. The the guy in the, um, in the rock uh, and obviously has the, the costume of... I forget the, the character's name uh boba fett yes boba fett so yeah and boba fett was a a bounty hunter so it's just another bounty hunter cool i like it it looks like it's going to be a fun show and i kind of feel like a western vibe undertone as well yeah uh with it reminded me a little bit of uh of firefly there was a bounty hunter on firefly oh really uh in the season finale or the series finale we'll watch it one day Cool. I'm I'm down for it. Uh, it's on. It's going to be, of course, on Disney Plus. Yes. Oh my God. There's too much to watch, bro. There's too much to watch. Oh my God. Nothing but time. <laughs> well, we don't have a lot of time lately. <laughs> yeah. So the next trailer that we have is which one? Knives Out. I'm so excited about this movie. The cast includes Jamie Lee Curtis, Tony Collette, Chris Evans, Daniel Craig, Lakeith Steinfeld. Christopher Plummer and Catherine Langford. It's going to be released November 27th. Uh, and it's about a detective invest- investigates the death of a patriarch of an eccentric, combative family. I didn't write it on our script, but it is directed by Rain Johnson, who directed Star Wars The Last Jedi. Very cool. I like Rain Johnson. He directed something else that I liked. I can't think of it now. We'll get back to you in the next podcast. Yes. But damn, what a cast. It is a powerhouse of a cast. That I uh, The trailers are, are blowing me away. It looks hilarious. 
I, I love a murder mystery. The last trail, the final trailer, so-called, might have given away a little too much, which yeah, I hate. Yeah, I'm glad we chose not to watch it. We didn't rewatch it, uh, but we saw it when we went to see... What was the last movie we went to see? Uh, shoot. We saw it at, at, at AMC. Do you remember what movie we saw? Was it a The Lighthouse. Movie? Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> The um, more... Look, after The Lighthouse, and or after we finished the podcast, I thought about the movie and i really kind of like it i'm gonna bump up my rating to a 3.5 and i'm gonna bump down my rating no. to 1.4 come on 1.3 keep talking <laughs> <laughs> uh no it looks hilarious i love like that clue type thing you it know? is it is a modern day clue. And I love Jamie Lee Curtis so much. She she looks amazing. Oh yeah, in that in those pantsuit. Yeah. I love her. Uh and Chris Chris Evans looks like the perfect douchebag son. I mean, uh, he did play perfectly uh the human torch, who is a obnoxious uh Flame away. Flame on. Oh, I don't, I don't know. Flame on. I never saw it. <laughs> oh my god. I never saw it. Christopher Plummer's in it. Awesome guy. I love him. <laughs> uh, from The Sound of Music and last year's... Uh, All the Money, All in, the money in the World. Um, it looks fantastic. Yeah. I, I am counting the days to this. November 27th, is that uh, Thanksgiving weekend? Yes, so it we'll is. Ha- we'll have plenty of time. We'll, we'll go see it. I'm super excited about this one. Cool. And the last trailer we watch a uh, TV show is Netflix's The Witcher. It stars Henry Cavill, Greya Allen, Joey Bate, Anya Charlotta, Jodie May, and Tom Canton. It's created by Lauren Schmidt. The show is created because this, the show is it, based off a book. Is it based off a graphic novel or an actual book like Game of Thrones? It's a Book. book. I want okay. to say it's a book. Very right, cool. Uh, and then they adapted it into a video game, but the video game takes place twenty years after the book. The show it takes place or it takes its inspiration directly from from the books. All right. Uh, and the show creator is Lauren Schmidt. She produced Daredevil, The Defenders, and uh, the Umbrella Academy. So she has some really cool fingers inside Netflix. <laughs> so. do, 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 do. What? Okay. Oh my god! I think Netflix consented, as oh. far as I know. Gerald of Rivia, a solitary monster hunter, struggles to find his place in a world where people often prove more wicked than beast. All right, I don't understand any of that, but I like the trailer. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, there's articles that Netflix already has a seven season plan for this. Really? Uh, some say it is Netflix's answer to Game of Thrones. Oh, but... Well, and that's what I was gonna say that I got a lot of Game of Thrones vibes, especially the emblem at the end. Yes, they have their own little Game of Thrones em- emblem. Uh, I was impressed with uh with the cast Henry Cavill. Not a lot of people can pull off a long blonde wig, and he looked pretty good. It's I think it's silver platinum or white. 
Not a lot of people can full, can pull off a silver platinum or white wig, and he looked pretty good. He looked snatched. And he, you know, <laughs> I, they, they had to lighten his eyes. I guess that helps to pull it off as well, except, I guess, when his demon is out. and Yeah, that dark. last scene. I, I don't know what the book or game is about. Uh, I was thinking of getting that game for Black Friday. Cool. Uh, so I can check that out. I'm crazy excited about this series. I, I really want to see it. Um, mm-hmm. I like I like these type of jo- genre shows and movies uh, with it's cool. we, ri- rich like backgrounds, rich um, stories and stories. Characters. Yeah, it it's looks awesome. really awesome. All three of them, are, uh, I think I'm mostly looking forward to is all three of them. Yeah, uh, and they're all different. Order? Oh, well, they're all different in their own way, and I just feel, in order, I would say The Witcher. The Mandalorian and Knives Out. I'm going to say The Knives Out, The Witcher, and The Mandalorian. Oh, awesome. I uh, Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to all of them, though. Uh, I, you know, again, you never know with shows. We, you know, we can watch one episode and, and kind of drift off. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see yeah. what happens. So we're going to sharpen our knives after the break. We'll get back to you with our review for Netflix's In the Tall Grass. And we're back. Oh my gosh, already? <laughs> yeah, it's super cool. Uh, In the Tall Grass is a movie we watched, uh, which was released October 4th. You want to go ahead and... Uh, sure. The cast included... Les Lesla, I want to say Lesla. Lesla de de Oliveria, Avery Whit- Witted, uh, Patrick Wilson, Will Bowie Jr., Harrison Gilbert. Is that his entire name, or there's just no comma there? Uh, it's Junior. It is one person. Oh, Harrison. Will Bowie Jr., uh, Harrison Gilbertson, and Rachel Wilson. It was directed by Vincent Natalie, who directed... Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Cube, Splice, and Westworld. Yeah, it makes a ton of sense now. (laughs) Uh, After hearing a young boy's cry for help, a sister and brother venture into a cast field of tall grass. Cast field? Is that correct? I want to say. Okay. Into a cast field of tall grass in Kansas, but soon discover... They there may be no way out. None, none whatsoever. So, whoa! I'm just checking. Slytherin much? I'm checking the uh, what was that called? The, <laughs> the pot filter. The pot pot filter. <laughs> um. So, do you want me to go over since you kind of weren't wasn't paying I attention? Was, well, <laughs> let. I was not interested in the movie. It didn't pull me in. At, at the beginning, it did. But yeah, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, so I can probably do this in 30 seconds. You're going to time me? Alright, so this brother and sister are um, driving along and they stop because she's pregnant and she needs to... Uh, she's having sickness, you know, pregnancy, morning, whatever. Uh, and oh, they stop tell. next to a field and she hears a boy crying for help in the grass. And... She's like, let's go check it out. Let's go save this this kid. He, he can't find his way out from the grass. So she and her brother go in. They get separated and they can't get out. And 
they find some other people in there. One of them gets killed. One of them is Patrick Wilson. Uh, and it's... And then, okay, so one of them gets killed and then that's it. And then her boyfriend, like, months later, comes searching for her. And he... And this is what pisses me off. There was no reason for him to go into the tall grass. You know, no one was calling him. He's just like... The, the car's here, empty church, let me just walk through this field of grass. That was stupid. They didn't have a reason for that. But they had the, he found the book in the middle of the street. It doesn't matter. There's a book in the middle of the street. Someone could have kidnapped them and left their car there. Why, why go through the grass? I don't know. They, they kind of messed that up. But he Yeah, went, he stopped and there was the church where she stopped at. And when he looked inside the parking lot... It was their car moved, all dusted and whatever. And he looked inside and he saw that no one was there. And he went back out to the middle of the road, saw the book, goes in and gets lost as well. What happened after that? He he got confronted by the same kid and the kid's like, where have you been? And he's like, what do you mean where have I been? We're, We're just meeting here. And he's like, and the kid's like. You know, like, he gave him a face, like, what are you talking like, about? Yeah, we, you're we weird. met each other a few times. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I think he got separated from the kid, and he starts um, yelling out. I guess he heard people next to the, to the road um, yelling for help, and it's Patrick Wilson and the kid and the mother with a dog. So at and that the dog time, goes goes after after the voice in the grass, and the kid goes after it, and of course the parents have to go. So it's we we learned that there's a a time like some sort of time thing because they were already in there when when the people three months when earlier the boyfriend showed up. Where, yeah, when the, yeah the people the three months sister. earlier were there. So it's like some sort of weird time circle going on because. The brother and sister went in because of the kid. The kid went in because of the boyfriend, who went in because of the brother and sister. Exactly. Which yeah. doesn't make any sense. Uh, and it was just a weird, like, time flux thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, I had seen something like this in another movie. I wish I remembered the name of it. Uh, about a woman who had something tragic happen to her, and she goes on a boat. Like on a cruise, or is it a cruise or just a boat? And they come across upon a cruise, and it's just like over and over and over again, uh, the oh, same. That sounds familiar. I can't remember it. It was really, it was a real. They did it so much better than the, what they did here. So it loops around to it again, where the brother and sister are traveling in. You know, it repeats itself, but it's at the angle or the point of view of the boyfriend, right? No, it's back to the brother and sister again. But, but they, he keeps saying, they, he keeps saying, "Don't come in, don't come in." No, he they hear the kid again and they go in. Oh, but they don't hear him. Who, then who does he say to not come in here? Probably, the, probably the kid. The family. The family. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. See. Oh. I'm sorry. You, it's okay. <laughs> um. So they go in and they kind of they get some sort of I don't know if it was a deja vu or a warning and they kind of stop. Stop going over and over again, and they they start trying to figure out what's going on. Yeah. And all right, let's make a long story short. One of them dies, and then there's the cool scene where the pan the the 
camera pans back and it's just his body over and over and over and over and over again. Which, again, in the other movie I saw, the exact same thing. Much cooler, though. Yeah. Um, I'm going to find the name of that movie and we can review it sometime. So... At the in the end, they figure out that the there's like portals through the grass. So you go left and you end up right, or you go right and you end up like in the church or something. And they I, figured I, that out where the kid shows up in the church inside. Yeah, let's not get into the, all the crazy shit with Patrick Wilson. Yeah, we can no. just skip ahead. The kid <laughs> ends up in the church and he. He gets to the point where the brother and sister are about to go into the grass looking for him. Yes. Who's yelling at them, but he, he stops them. So the kid stops... And it's interesting. I wonder what happens after that because if the kid stops them and he's in the car with them, that means the boyfriend doesn't go searching for them. That means the boyfriend doesn't, you know, get... You know, basically get the kid and his family in to begin with. So none of them go in, but then that means there's two kids. Right? Maybe the essence or the spirit of the kid in the field gets lost. I don't because know. they need the the body or the spirit to go into that loop. So if you break it, it just disappears everything. And but, the, and the boyfriend stays there because just, he's fucked. No, the boyfriend doesn't go in. In the new timeline where the when the brother and sister don't go into the grass, the boyfriend doesn't go looking for them. So this is another timeline. But the, he's not already in there, the the original? The original timeline he is. Everyone's in there in the original timeline and dead. Some of them are dead in the original timeline or in one of the, in, in several different original timelines. So the three of them leaves and... and so in the new timeline, there's a new boyfriend who does not go chasing after them because they go back to uh, whatever city they were driving away from. Yeah, he's fucked. He doesn't go searching for them. The original guy is fucked that's in there, but the new timeline guy doesn't go in there. Just as the new fi- the new timeline family doesn't go in there after the guy. They broke the timeline. Whatever. I didn't pay attention to it, so I really don't know what the whole outcome of it or the whole timeline thing. Uh, we're moving on? Yeah. So sweet. Uh, some new movies, in, or excuse me, DVDs and music out this week. Uh, except November 5th, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark came out, which probably should have been released last week I, uh, for yeah, Halloween. I don't but know why they took so long. I really want to see that one. The Art of Racing in the Rain, which I do kind of want to see because I am a dog lover. That's the one with uh, Milo Ventimiglia. You know, we should have Alfie review that. And have him on the show. Alright, I'm down for that. Tell I'm sure. What he thinks Why that one that? of all? Because it's about racing and cars and Alfie knows about that. And, and dogs and I want to watch it. Yeah. I, I, I want to see that. And then we could love... be together <laughs> for the show. Yay. Aww. And Fast and the Furious Hobbs and Shaw is out. Well, we can like... Well, that's another Alfie movie. Nuts. Yeah, well, whatever. New music out. Miranda Lambert with Wild Card. Hootie and the Blowfish with Imperfect Circle. And uh, Jeff Goldblum and the Mildred Snitzer Orchestra with I Shouldn't Be Telling You This. Which features a duet with one of our favorite singers, 
Fiona Apple what? with, with F- FYI, her 20th anniversary for When the Pond is going to be official tomorrow. Which is November 9th. So actually four days ago <laughs> from when this aired. <laughs> five days ago from when this aired. Uh, interesting shit's happening in the Fiona Apple universe. Yes. Uh, she she did this song. She did that movie. What was the movie? Canyon? Echoes in the Canyon. Echoes in the Canyon with a song. In the last two weeks, she did a new song at the end of credits the of Bob's Burger. Oh, yeah. The, the Halloween episode, which is a big surprise. And where Gene dressed up as... Uh, what was Fiona it? Applesauce. <laughs> Fiona Applesauce. Love it. <laughs> and then she did uh, a, not a new song, a cover song, which I'm forgetting the name of right now, at the end of The Affair, which she had the, um, the opening credit song. Yes. Which was... And two months ago, they did uh, an artist released... I know as a cover song, and she also lent her voice in the chorus part. So, bitch, release a freaking album. Hurry the fuck up, You have have two more months before the end of the decade, one album in the entire decade. We we have faith in you. Billy Corgan just just announced an album last week that he's releasing on the 22nd of this month. You can do it, Fiona Apple. You got this. We believe in you. It's not going to happen. Maybe (laughs) in in 2030. But also, uh, Snow Patrol... Um, I, out of nowhere, well, I mean, apparently it's been, it's been, it it was announced, I just didn't hear about it. They released a new album called, uh, a re-shit. Um, but it's basically a lot of, uh, 13 of their songs that they redid, uh, in slower versions or, well, I've only listened to a few and three brand new songs and what I've heard, I really liked. Oh, I kind of don't like that. Really? I, well, I mean... It's it's a filler because they just released their last real album in 2016, so it's basically just a filler then, to release then and I continue, continue touring, which I'm okay with. A lot of a lot of my artists have been doing that, um, and I really like from what I heard, I really liked uh, the new version of "Take Back the City," which is the song that originally got me obsessed with them. So I'm looking forward to listening to the rest of it. Awesome. Um, Any we'll more see. music and DVD news? Um, just Zombie is is full speed ahead to a billion. Uh, it's I think it's if not at nine hundred and seventy million by now, it's pretty damn close. And we want to help the cranberries get to one billion, or the zombie music video to be precise, to hit one billion. So to all our listeners out there, ill, what did you do there? I don't know. You picked the scab? No, it, it, it's like blood under the skin. Oh, don't kinda... play with it. Uh, anyways, <laughs> you listeners out there who love music like we do, go to YouTube, search for Zombie, play it, share it, share it with your friends. Let's help this band and let's help Dolores get to in, one in mem- billion. In memory of Dolores. In memory of her, yes. And, and speaking of Dolores, uh, I guess her people, like she has people running her... Her solo stuff, and they released two Christmas songs as singles. So look for those uh, on wherever you download music. Uh, it's a song called Panis Angelicus and the Vatican live version. They're both live from Vatican of Analyze. So check those out. Let's get into Six Degrees of Separation. I am going to give you from our list 
here of our script. Uh, Henry Cavill and Mr. Christopher Plummer. Stop okay. picking that. I'm sorry. Uh, okay, Mr. Christopher Plummer, the great actor. He... <laughs> Why do you start backwards? Well, maybe that's what I want to do. Oh, okay. I just want to talk about him for a little bit because okay. he's awesome. He was in The Sound of Music. Uh, he... Um, he was in All the Money of the, in the World with Michelle Williams and also uh, Mark Wahlberg, who was in... Did you ever see Pain and Gain? I remember a lot of trailers for it. Uh, I did too, but no, I did not see it. I think it was set here in Miami. No kidding. And shot here? I'm not sure about all that. Stop We're, picking that. Will you stop talking about it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he was in Pain and Gain with... One of your favorite actors, The Rock. Oh, I love him so much. Sense the <laughs> sarcasm. Uh, the Rock was in the Fast and Furious uh, movies with the amazing Gal Gadot, who did Wonder Woman, which featured uh, a cameo-ish. Was oh no, Henry Cavill wasn't in Wonder Woman. He was in Batman v Superman. Wonder Woman. She played Wonder Woman in Batman v Superman with Henry Cavill, who is in The Witcher. That's all. Yep. Awesome. And the fact of the week is in the Jurassic Park movie, the sounds the Velociraptor makes when communicating is the same sound tortoises make when they're having sex. And you can take that and do whatever you want with it because it's not mine it belongs to mary shelley oh i love her that's the wrap for us here thank you for hanging out with us and letting us into your ear canal we enjoy providing you the listeners with quirky episodes and funny content yep don't forget to subscribe to our (laughs) podcast you can also follow us on Instagram at plus press play AR for up-to-date news about our show. We'll kick it with you next week here at Press Play with Augie and Riz. I'm Augie. Hey, and I'm Riz. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening. listening. I think mean, it came out well. It's all good.